0: all right everybody ready to wednesday molly and i are both in hotels we got a loosey-goosey show for you today
1: we kind of really do it's like we just have chit chat energy and frankly i'm Mm. loving it we're like talking about some theories on trump's files and doing a little personality analysis a little occam's (laughs) razor situation just goofing off and Mm -hmm.
0: uh i talk about the end of the uh, poker game that never existed at the uh, industry standard, all things D and Code conference that uh, I hosted the last edition of last night, and uh, some big poker hands with my friend Sky Dayton.
1: It's a nice, nice requiem for Code too. It's really hard yeah. to see that one go away. We're also then we are going to do like a little bit of tech news, kinda. We're going to talk about Instagram canning shopping. We're going to cover mm. Apple's event. We're going to talk about who is or who is not dating Pete Davidson. Spoiler alert: It's all of us. We're doing. Whatever.
0: And uh, we're going to talk about Zuckerberg's big MMA energy. His big incel energy is coming out. I have a, a big theory about what's going on with that MMA video of Zuckerberg. And then Molly and I do a combo edition, the Blueprint Molly Wood edition. We're going to find out how Molly got her career to this amazing level, and what she's planning to do with the next 20 years to, to have even more impact in the world. It's going to be a great episode.
1: Stick with us.
2: This Week in Startups is brought to you by Snack Magic and Swag Magic are global gifting platforms and the most stress-free and customizable ways to delight employees or customers. Get 10% cash back up to $1,000 until October 15th with code HOLIDAY and see more at snackmagic.com slash twist. Visa, are you a small business owner? Did you know that Visa's online small business hub has tools, discounts, and resources to help you run your business? Learn more at visa.com slash small business hub. And Brave is an internet privacy company on a mission to protect your personal info online. Download Brave today at brave.com slash twist to browse faster, search privately, and so much more. All in a single click. Did you see like now this, um, this Trump stuff
0: with, uh, the documents, they actually, you know, they were like, oh, this, there might be nuclear stuff in there. They're like, oh my God, there's not nuclear stuff. And
1: now and like, they're yeah, like, yeah, it turns no, out, there's out there's nuclear, nuclear stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. I just like, I can't keep up with this. It's just the swings are well, so crazy. <laughs> I think no one except for people from his camp had said there wouldn't be nuclear stuff. Like the DOJ was always like, there might be nuclear stuff. And then yeah now they're like, yeah, there was, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's crazy. Going to jail.
0: What's the motive? What's his motive? I, you know, I know he's a narcissist maniac, um, but in this it's case, funny. I'm like, what's the actual motivation to take these documents and then thumb your nose at the FBI and DOJ as they give you every possible chance? I mean, it's not a political mm-hmm. show. I don't, I'm not talking about how it's. I'm just talking about human nature. What what I mean, I mean what is the person doing that If the FBI came to you, the DOJ, and they do subpoenas and meetings, and you're just like, hey, you can't really have this stuff. You kind of got to give it back. And and you just give the person every chance.
1: Yep. But imagine, okay, so now imagine (laughs) that you're a screaming narcissist and you don't believe that any viewpoint is valid except for yours. Like, he doesn't believe that the DOJ or FBI. You're talking about reality. Or right? Justice like, Department have I'm talking any Talking about my reality. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking exactly. about my reality,
2: right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, my viewpoint, viewpoint can, is
1: the one that I matters. I know you can relate to this, <laughs> <laughs> like a teeny bit. <laughs> a little, maybe a little. You're just like, no, this is how it should be. And I'm. In charge, in my own mind. And so it's going to be like this. And whatever they say, I'm not going to. And then also okay. imagine that you have like a half a billion dollars in debt and are probably an actual foreign asset. And then you have all <laughs> the answers you need. I mean, seriously, remember he came out of office and they were like, there are $400 million in loans coming due mm-hmm. that he can't pay. A lot of we pressure. hope he doesn't have any secrets. And yeah, I mean, that, I had to, it's a lot of he jumps. Has all the secrets. Like, yeah, it's a, it's, that's definitely a lot of jumps. I don't know. <laughs> and money is, money is the easiest jump of all. Well, you know, it's interesting. This does relate to venture Need capital money to do crimes. Well, um,
0: people are now saying the $2 billion venture fund that Jared put together, the nuclear secrets. I mean, people Yay. are making a lot of jumps here, but the nuclear secrets of another country are Israel's and Saudi Arabia would be very interested in that. And so
1: this is like jump, 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 jump. I mean, I Uh, like pray that that stuff's not, I've seen that stuff too. And I pray it's not true. I The one that makes me way more upset even than that though, is the stories about how we were losing like a lot of assets. Have you seen those? Like there were stories, there were news stories in 2019 ish that were like, Hey, the CIA is warning the United States government that we're losing a lot of assets. Like a lot of people in the field spies, people in the field are being killed. Yeah. That's fascinating.
0: Um, I, I, I gotta be honest, I think that's an incredibly, incredibly small chance that that's what's going on here.
1: I I, I pray think, that that's not what's happening, but like, I don't know. I know
0: some people who have met with Trump, and they said like, the first thing he does is, you know, like whether, he at, I know somebody who was at Mar-a-Lago, I know somebody who met with him in his office, and they said, it is like memorabilia central, and he will be like, here's Mike Tyson's boxing gloves, here's you know, this basketball from this game. Right. He, he, yes. And so he is obsessed with the relationships, people he knows, memorabilia. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was talking to some very important, I was talking to some very important friends of mine about this, Molly. Yeah. Um, You know, and
1: uh, these were like (laughs) really important people. I was like, (laughs) really, what is more (laughs) impressive? I mean, with your scratchy voice right now, it's actually terrifying. So I'm just going to (laughs) like, it sounds so close. It sounds so close. Okay. I was with (laughs) Mark Cuban. Okay. I I showed him my documents. (laughs) I showed him my nuclear secrets. (laughs) He was (laughs) very impressed.
0: I'm sorry, everybody. Whoa. (laughs) All right. I need to get a hot tea. Uh, All right. So, this is it. This is what I'm telling you. I think it's a memorabilia play. Beginning and end. Full stop. I don't think think selling secrets it's probably
1: an ego and memorabilia play. But 98%. People are sneaking in there.
0: No, I don't think any of that's happened. I think this oh, guy I is such a madman. Think
1: that there was any? If you were a foreign operative, like you're okay. pretending that spies don't exist. If you're a foreign operative, like that lady who pretended to be a Rothschild, and you know that this moron is like <laughs> fr- sitting that's on fair, actually, nuclear actually, secrets, because you're not going to take candy from a baby. That's a fair point. He, the he must have baby a on ton, the ton planet? of planet.
0: There must be a ton of spies.
1: There's spies working everywhere, at Mar-a-Lago. In Mar-a-Lago.
0: Yeah. Oh God, I didn't think of that. Yeah, if I was Russian, Chinese, Israeli, Mossad, KGB, whatever secret service. Yes. Yeah, of course so I would that's send people. Why peop- you don't
1: take it out of the secret building because spies are everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, I would set. I would be like. Uh, uh, I would. I'd I would like plant Jack somebody Pie. in the United States as a real estate developer speculator. Mm-hmm. I'd have them move to Miami. I'd have them throw some parties. I'd have them apply for a membership at three golf courses, join yeah. two of them. And then I would have them do real estate deals in the hopes that eventually, you would be in the former president's circle somehow, because you bought two apartments in Miami for a couple of million dollars each. Exactly. And that would that would just instantly ingratiate you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Candy, a good plan.
1: Baby. Yeah. I mean, literally a lady pretending to be a member of the Rothschild family was photographed. was pretty Trump great. And Lindsey Graham. And Pretty she's great. a Russian agent, most likely. <laughs> like, oh, what's happening in the world?
0: Exactly. But anyway, so I, so I, we I like this theory. Have lost, spies. I think we have, we the have theory. probably
1: literally lost spies. Yeah. Because this idiot, for his own gratification, you're almost yeah. certainly right about that. Uh huh. Was just yeah. like, I need mementos, and I need those mementos to be the nuclear secrets. From I think other we country, figured it so out. I, I think we them.
0: should be in the we should be in the KGB or CIA or something. Because here's the thing: sometimes <laughs> the most obvious thing is the thing. So the right. most obvious thing right. is that a person obsessed with memorabilia looks at and like, power and here's, no power. Here's you know the president of France's personal life. He obviously he reportedly has those documents. And mm-hmm. here's um you know some countries you know weapon systems. Right. Now if you were like entertaining a couple people and you're like, hey, by the way, you ever hear of the president of France? Check <laughs> this out. I Do have a Really fun day. time. <laughs> here's some tea. And then I do think you're absolutely right that like, if Twitter has spies working at it, and they caught spies working at uh, Facebook, I believe, why wouldn't there be spies working at Mar-a-Lago? Like they're going to work anywhere that's in proximity to power and information.
1: Yeah. So that is the first place I would put all my spies.
0: And then if you were the FBI and the DOJ and the National Archive of Records whatever it's called, you would be highly attuned to this playbook therefore you would take this very seriously therefore Mm -hmm. you would risk the claims of partisanship and targeting trump or a former president by another political party yada yada you would actually risk that knowing that that risk is not as important as the potential reality of us
1: leaking things that Um, are destabilizing Uh, nuclear peace so dumb. I mean, how right. Did the I mean, world it's sort of so like, stupid? It's like it's easy, like, and we have to be able to hold these two thoughts. This is actually really valuable content. And yes, Nick, yeah. we should totally leave it in the show because we have to have these two thoughts in our heads, right? Like, Trump could be a 100% egomaniacal clown. True fact. Right? Total right? clown. Yeah. Kept probably, probably kept this stuff. Like, sure, maybe somebody wanted to buy him off on the other end, but most likely, you Occam's don't need to buy him off. You just need to buy you an don't apartment. Have to.
0: Buy an apartment, exactly. you so know, he, he makes 300 grand. He's, that's enough. So
1: he could feel awesome and he could show people off and yeah. he could, all of those things are totally true. And also it is the gravest threat to national security we maybe have ever faced because you could destabilize the entire fragile nuclear mm. piece of the world by being the right spy, buying the right apartments. Yes. All right. So yeah. it still is like the crime of the f- century, even if he just did it because he's an mm. egomaniac idiot. But he, Okay.
0: So, pardon me, I'm sorry. No, 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 we, we triangulated it. The piece I still don't understand is, and I, I think this might be strategy. This is the one I'm, I'm kind of triangulating on. You know, if you were the party who's being told to give back the documents, mm-hmm. and they've ex- outlined it to you explicitly over, uh, this seems to be like six months or 12 months of drama. Over a year, yeah. Yeah, it's like a year of drama. Now, mm-hmm. and they are escalating. And you have attorneys. They may be dipshit, but they're attorneys nonetheless. And you see this is escalating. Mm-hmm. So you would think if you were the counterparty to the FBI and DOJ giving you subpoenas and asking for tapes of the thing and coming and visiting. And you think at some point you'd be like, you know what? Okay. There's a lot of other memorabilia. Mm-hmm. This last 5% of memorabilia, I probably should just give it to them. So I can put this to rest, because it's becoming now a more acute situation. So then why would my Colombo, like, mm-hmm. why, why, why would you push the issue there, man? Because they did tell you to give it back. <laughs> and they, they did give well, you the subpoena where, thing. Right. So why would you push the issue? I have a theory, but I want to hear yours, Molly. Do you have a theory? In this gamesmanship, okay, we, we've outlined it. Spies right. are everywhere. That is not unique to the former president. They're in Twitter, they're in Facebook, they're in Morgan Stanley, they're up working at hotels, whatever. Mm-hmm. So there are spies everywhere. This information, obviously, you know, Trump loves memorabilia. Okay, so this is non-controversial. We, we, we know all this stuff. Spies everywhere. He loves memorabilia. But now this mm-hmm. third piece of the puzzle. Right. Why, Why not just that? resolve the issue when it's becoming acute? Why would you drag this on? Is the thing
1: that I've been struggling with. I have a theory. But I want to hear yours first. It's one of two theories, right? It's okay, here we go. In my mind. It is either what's the it's either the worst case scenario, which is actual active espionage. It's either like worst case scenario is someone's literally paying him for these. I'm just saying, these are the two theories. Okay. 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 One is active espionage, someone's paying him for these secrets. Yeah. Too. Less than I 1%. I'm with you, and I find that actually unlikely because you don't even have to pay him. You just sneak in and steal it. Yeah. Like, I mean, also, <laughs> he's sm-
0: he is smart enough to candy, know that would be actual espionage. Yeah. Right. And he knows he's being watched. So, exactly. If he knows he's being watched, he know and he does believe in the deep state, like, and he's going to go do espionage, I don't buy it. It's like point oh oh one. It's like a one in 10,000. He'd be insane enough to do that. But okay, we both and agree. You don't Good. even have What's to. What's the steal other it? one?
1: Yes. What's the, <laughs> the other one? The second one, one is. I don't think he's okay, and I think he thinks he's president, right? Like, I think it's the oh, level of egomania and delusion mm-hmm. that is so intense that, I, I, li- that literally I, I, yeah. he does not think they have the authority to request these documents from him.
0: Okay. So, I, I, I think that's pretty close to my theory. Mm-hmm. My theory is he is so addicted to attention that when he sees a situation like this come up, he thinks... Every other time I've been involved in a controversy, mm-hmm. it has created more people talking about me, which yeah. has then led to good things. Yeah. So, a narcissist maniac celebrity person addict. I'm, I'm not saying this like I, I look at him as a celebrity. So, you know, there are celebrities who just keep doing crazy things that you're like, why would you do that? And it's like, why would you date that person and then break up with him three months later? I'm thinking of Kim Kardashian here, right? Uh, with Pete Davidson and Kanye. You're like, why, why would you do that? Like, you know, Kanye's crazy. You know, Pete Davidson's unique. Right, like, right. these are two very unique individuals who have been very public about their mental illness struggles. Why would Kim Kardashian, who seems to have it all together and is like a billionaire who makes incredible companies and is one of the most savvy marketers that uh, every time I see what she does, I appreciate it more? Why would she do that? Why would she be with two people with bona fide mental illness who have been public about it mm-hmm. instead of being with somebody normal who's successful? who's a contemporary of hers who right. could build a, exactly. like relationship that would be fulfilling to her. Yep. Cause it's and boring. Would, and, <laughs> and it's like, okay, well actually we know why because mm-hmm. dating Pete Davidson puts her in the media cycle at the number one story on every tabloid for six months, dating, dating, marrying and having babies with Kanye puts her at the top of the tip of the spear for in, in publicity for five years. That's the reason. I mean, I sounds sound super cynical, but no, it's she's a survivor.
1: like that. You become a celebrity because of how you are, right? Yes. It's a deliberate, it takes intentionality. It takes a
2: crap
1: ton of work. Yes. Like, I mean, we, it is not even uncommon for like for decades, for the, as long as celebrity has been around, there have been like relationships that only exist to get the other attention. Anyway, it's a long way of saying you know? I haven't. Anyway, that. yes, it's for attention and yes. delusion. And so anyway, it's a long way of
0: saying, now that I've gone Hollywood, <laughs> that I'm disclosing now that Pete Davidson and I have been having an affair for the last six weeks, <laughs> and that's why Kanye and Pete Davidson broke up. <laughs> I am going to use this technique. Uh, I am now going to start dating Pete Davidson uh, so that I can get more ratings for the shows, raise more funds, and <laughs> I just want to God make you laugh, I mean, Molly. Some it's somebody. literally what I love to do is just make <laughs> Molly laugh on the show. So it's I do this whole build up just to deliver I that punchline just,
1: just imagining like are we all gonna have to do pete davidson now pretty Will much everybody in pretty, pretty much pete eventually
0: listen i can't just, tell you what to do you want to succeed but i brought you here to get the ratings up it yeah. has succeeded in the first six months and i've been thinking about it and i think pete davidson shout out uh molly <laughs> is you know i'm not saying she's available i'm not saying she's not available but just saying you know, she could be your kim 2.0
1: call me pete <laughs>
0: time for you to beat the holiday rush with Snack Magic and their new partner in crime, Swag Magic. Yes, Snack Magic and Swag Magic are a global gifting platform that I have used and loved. It's stress-free, and it's a customizable way for you to delight your employees and your customers. All you need is the recipient's email. You don't need their address. What happens with Snack Magic is... You take your hundred customers you love, you take the hundred consultants you love and that you want to show customer love for or partner love for and what do you do? You email them and then they get a little link that they click on and they can see thousands of curated snacks, drinks, office supplies and now branded swag options. How annoying is it when somebody sends you swag that you don't like? You throw it right in the garbage. Whether you want to delight one person or 1,000, you can do it in the same amount of time. Boom. You just put the email addresses into Snack Magic, and they do all the work. You can get 10% cash back on up to $1,000 until October 15th with the code HOLIDAY. Holiday, it would be so nice. Just see more at snackmagic.com twist, snackmagic.com twist, and use the promo code, like Madonna says,
1: HOLIDAY. All right. So anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the actual show. We are going to talk the actual about show. startup
0: stuff. Well, of course, we're talking about tech and startups, but I just, you know. Anyway, uh, you are in San Francisco. Is it tonight mm-hmm. you have your big
1: talk? Tonight, yeah. I got my big oh, talk so at the Commonwealth you. Club tonight. Thank you. People can still you get made tickets it or not? I did? People can still get tickets, as far mean, as, as I right? know. I don't know I don't know the capacity situation, but I would imagine they can All right, so
0: type in Mollywood Club. tickets, because everybody
1: in tech is at code anyway, so.
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah, so it might be a little light there, yeah.
1: Womp,
0: womp. Womp, So I am, yeah, and so anybody, t- type Commonwealth Club. Type Mollywood, do it on Twitter, mm-hmm. do it wherever. Uh, maybe we'll I put it in the show. About notes. It, yeah. Oh, tweet about I'll it. Great. So uh, Mollywood. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, I so that's happening. In, and
1: you're in LA. We're having an all hotel show today for those yes. who are not watching on video.
0: I am in the very plush, very beautiful uh Waldorf Astoria, uh, which in uh Beverly Hills is an amazing hotel. Ooh. God, I like being rich. you like, I love um, it. He's <laughs> <laughs> like the idea of spending a thousand dollars a night on a hotel to me was like insane. Yeah, Like I always topped out at like 300, and like 400, I would get very anxious. And then at some point I was like, it's, I only stay in hotels 10 times a year. It's not going to make a difference in my life if I spend 500 or a thousand. So I just decided to like maybe let loose a little bit once in a while. I still mostly stay at, where do I have my most points? I think it's at the, I have the Starwood program that's now mm-hmm. the Bonvoy. So yes. I have 2 million Bonvoy points. So I mostly stay at like Marriott's oh and St. Regis and whatever, because I have these two- Million points, and I don't pay for it, but I, I treated myself to this. So anyway,
1: good for you. Is it? I mean, like, is it that different? I wonder. I sort of feel like the difference um, between a two hundred dollar a night hotel and a six hundred dollar a night hotel is usually not as much as I want it to be. If that makes sense?
0: Yes, it does make sense. It's not three times better. So right, yes, not
1: three times better. It's still just like I a coffee like maker sheets. and a robe and a you know yeah,
0: sheets are what it's about for me. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm, when you stay yeah. in some of these elite places, Aman, which is thousand to fifteen hundred a night. Uh, or walled off, you know, and then the next stage down is like St. Regis and uh, Ritz Carlton. Those are 500 bucks a night. I, I like those. So and basically from that level to the next level is not much difference, but there is a difference in service and like how they treat you. So, you know, I was talking about a mom level. I've been studying how they yeah. treat customers. So I, I am kind of studying how they treat customers. Three people greeted me downstairs. You know, they call you, sir. They offered you the water. They offered you, would you like cold water or room temperature water? Now this seems like mm-hmm. really stupid, but. People do have a preference for that. And yeah, that's the kind of detail that Djokovic I try to put into products. Into
1: Federer. Exactly. They care.
0: The people care. And so I just try to, you know, and then when you want to, like, you know, go to the restaurant, Jean-Georges is the restaurant here. And then I also got a haircut here. So they had, like, a men's stylist mm. haircut here. So I got a little haircut. You know, it's very convenient. So it's quite nice. Um, but... It's uh, also very good for meetings, I find. It's a really good flex. So I'm meeting with the reality TV producers today. I'm, I, I signed my reality TV deal, so you'll be doing some cameos on that show. And so, you know, I'm meeting with them, and then I tell them I'm at the Waldorf and, uh, you know, where I go up to the roof, and, you know, i order the lobster salad, $60 or something. And I just, you know, it's a little flex. It's a mini flex to make sure they know.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: people treat you differently when they know you're loaded. They're yeah. full stop. You
1: yeah, know, that's And true. uh
0: I I, uh, I know that, and so I do a little mini flex on them. Love it. And that's it. You'll, you you know, listen, now that you're a venture capitalist, I'm a lot of people were talking about you last night. They were uh, at oh, the party. That's well, great all to the hear. journalists were there. So, you know, I come up and I host this party with my friend Brooke Hammerling. She's like the, the number one PR person, and yeah. my friend Sky David, yeah. who created Earthling. And so 20 years ago, Sky and I started playing poker, and our friend Brooke, um, who was representing Sky's Helio at the time, Sky created a um Beautiful uh, phone with SK Telecom, a smartphone. You know, three I years before Steve Jobs did, and uh, it, it, it failed. But you know, he, he basically ran into the brick wall that was Steve Jobs. But in LA, yeah. all the celebrities had Helio phones because they were the most advanced. And so, anyway, Sky and myself would play cards, and then our friend Mark Cuban, uh, who was at the time doing broadcast.com, I was a journalist. We'd play basketball at this conference in Laguna. And then it became the all these conference. And anyway, basically this series of events, it went across industry summit, which was John Patel's event, all things D. And then after it, Recode conference. So Cara, we, we started with John Patel's conference playing poker. And then we started playing at Kara Swisher and Walt Mossberg's, but they're ending it now. My friend, Jim Bankoff owns Recode and Vox and New York Magazine. So I hung out with my friend Jim Bankoff last night. He's the one who bought weblogs Inc. off of me. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of, you know, 20 years of my it's career in this poker game. Yeah, yeah. but I, I cannot have
1: fun. Yeah, it's very what nice. a great uh, yearly reunion. That sounds delightful. Yes, and it's
0: two tables and, uh, you know, a little table and a big table. You know, uh, I could talk about it now because we ended it at this event because the RICO conference is ending. But I couldn't talk about it for 20 years because we would be at a hotel and hotels can get a little freaked out if you throw a 50-person poker game. So I'd have to, myself and Sky and, and Brooke did most of the work. We would have to, na- you would not believe the navigation. We would be, I would be getting $100 bills and paying off people and you know just and making sure that no then we would bring in our own food and our own you know beverages then they would get tweaked about that and da, 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 order room mm-hmm. service then the noise level and then we get the presidential suite and so then we just started saying listen we're we're gonna have a poker game it's for charity and uh, we're gonna be playing up there do you want the business or not we'll take the presidential suite for two nights which you know it's five or ten grand a night so you know it's thing costs 30 grand to do but we split up the cost yada yada Anyway, it's the last one, but your name came up because I was talking to Kevin Ruse from the New York Times. I was Mm -hmm. talking to M.G. Siegler, who has become a venture capitalist. I was talking Mm -hmm. to Gabe from Tech Meme. You know, every top journalist comes, a lot of the ones who come on this program as well. And um, they were asking, how's Molly doing? And I said, well, in fact, she's done four deals and six months and, you know, ratings of This Week in Startup went up. And let's just say a lot of journalists were very interested in the path. And yep. so yep. yeah, you're you're definitely becoming a trailblazer, like you know, the five or so journalists who have made this jump. Michael Moritz,
2: mm-hmm.
0: O'Malik, MG Siegler, myself, and you. And uh
1: yeah, I think those are the five. Wow, articles. yeah, pretty much. Christina yeah. Farr, Chrissy Farr. Was at CNBC uh, and is now doing uh, health tech investing, I think. But yeah, it's not, I mean, it's like not as many as you would six. think. It's under though.
0: 10. I mean, there might be yeah. other examples that I'm missing here. Yeah. But, so anyway, your name came up. Uh, everybody says hi. And uh, so I'm playing cards. Everybody likes poker series. I'm just running the table over. Yeah, you know, I'm like really in the zone right now in my life in terms of like execution and focus level. And so I'm just, you know, it's a $5,000 buying game. I run it up to 30 grand. I'm dominating everybody. <laughs> the level of it's hysterical and there's a hundred well there's maybe a hundred maybe a hundred people come in and out there's maybe 50 people there at a time there's 20 people around the table just watching me just dominate every hand And i can't believe it i'm playing against my best friend sky dayton one of my best friends and uh i hit a set of eights you hit a set of eights you got pocket eights right and an eight comes out so you got three eights and the board's ace nine eight he bets i raise he re-raises i go all in he snap calls i'm like whoa uh This is crazy. Now I got thirty thousand dollars in front of me. I got a Prius in front of me. I used one at least. Guess what he has? He's got aces. No, he's got nines. No, there he's was got an nines. ace on the
1: board. Oh, But yeah, so nice. I have a set of aces. He has a set
0: of nines. Like by one, you know, they, and of course we run it twice. Anyways, that's
1: way worse than aces. At least you could just yeah. like that's a that's a definitive loss. But it was nines bonkers. Is just it was bonkers. mean. Uh, that's mean. So anyway, that's hilarious. <laughs> was, this is my last hand of the night. I, I could have been up.
0: $60,000 or down five, but yeah, you know, that's, lib- that's, that's, that's how they get you. That's how they get, get it. you.
1: My son yeah. told me the other day, uh, that, uh, he thinks he should take up gambling because you know, most gamblers quit right before they hit it big.
0: Take up gambling because most gamblers Get quit right it. before it. I do. I do. It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good. One. It's clever. Um, but, you know, gambling's for, I want to start a, a game, like a lower stakes game with you and then start inviting maybe some more female VCs or, you know, female founders and stuff because it's not, be we really only have fun, I think, because it can l- only one woman bit, playing out of 20. I know
1: it feels like really, in, it, it feels weirdly intimidating, even though like we all play poker. Like I'm like all the women I know play poker. There's just something about the poker game that feels like golf or being in the hot tub or, you know, it's sort of like, eh. But yeah, it. doesn't agree, need do to, it. you know, yeah. I mean, well, the hot tub has more, like, like uh, a- The hot tub's no good. That's gotta stop. The hot
0: tub's no good because of bathing suits, people are re- yeah. wearing revealing outfits. It's a little more intimate. Yeah, it's obviously got all those other connotations, but the poker table but shouldn't golf be. Is the poker fun. table's poker like fun. golf, like anything else. And mm-hmm. what's really great about it is intimidation, math, deception. You know, you, you start looking at those and, mm-hmm. you know, I think, men get really into intimidation and aggression and dominating mm-hmm. and then maybe women that's not like on their top list of things to do on a thursday night with their friends is try to intimidate them take their money destroy them and i think them. that
1: might be true i hate to generalize but that I might don't, be true I mean, like I don't generally
0: know. women seem in my experience to be nicer people than men
1: but it doesn't <laughs> mean of a wild around. generalization
0: here But that's why women should be playing, I think, is because I do think in business it does get sharp elbowed, and it's a very good proving ground, and I think that's why it's become so big in business.
1: Yeah, I do think that the the crossover of poker in business is fascinating, and also, I mean, we would be happy to sit around playing cards, talking it up, and committing all kinds of murders, just maybe not the kinds you're thinking of. Exactly. you probably have other, mur- well, but yeah, I mean, I think the we have so many other murders to commit on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, so anyway, there's there's your like little background stories. Uh, so, little, fun. Little, so fun. We did a little. We did a little Trump, trying to figure that out. Did a little uh, poker and conspicuous consumption of hotels, uh, reality TV stuff, all the good stuff going on.
1: Now you're definitely going to calm down and try to get your voice back. I'm sure.
0: Well, you know, nah, I got, I got, uh, luckily happen. in this life, I have you. And I can pass exactly. the ball to you, and you can do the work, and I can jump in and try to make everybody laugh or, or, or do a sniper shot insight. So that's what's gonna happen today, folks.
1: Breaking news we're both dating Pete Davidson. Let's go.
0: Are you a small business owner? Did you know that Visa's online small business hub has tools, discounts, and resources to help you run your business? So whether you're a business beginner or an entrepreneurial expert, find the solutions, tools, and tips you need to help take your business to the next level. Plus, if you have a Visa business credit card or debit card, you can get access to cardholder benefits like Visa Savings Edge. A savings program which can help you save on everyday business expenses like office essentials, travel, and more. When you enroll your Visa Business Card in Visa Savings Edge, you'll have access to valuable offers which can help turn qualifying business purchases made with your enrolled Visa Business Card into savings for your business. Learn more at Visa.com slash Small Business Hub. Once again, that's Visa.com slash Small Business Hub. Visa. A network working for everyone. I mean, I do. I'm going to have to do something with this reality TV stuff to get some attention. I don't know. I don't want to get a DUI or do something stupid like that. What could I do that would be like marginally hilarious and get me on TMZ? I don't know. I have to look at somebody. Can somebody just deconstruct TMZ? Like what do do I have to do? Exactly. What what, what is that? Reverse engine. Can somebody reverse engineer TMZ? You need to
1: be spotted on a yacht with Adam Newman. Perfect. Like that would be right perfect like yes
0: yeah I, you know what i do i just have that's what i have to do i have to hang yeah. out with a couple of my high profile friends and get seen at something i should have done this at burning man oh. i should have leaked photos of myself at burning man
1: yes you really should i'm have. an idiot wait i can still do mm-hmm. that yeah it's not too late do you have them on your phone
0: yeah but i yeah but it looks like i had two <laughs> bottles of <laughs> <laughs> me looking drug on the playa. <laughs> right
1: maybe you i because since this is a pr play like go it's ahead and stage play. it stage, stage it so it. that it looks the best for you you know oh you I know, know what i, have I should have done that he's having I people over on his yacht lately like i just talked to i have an actual way to do this
0: i was dancing it's quite embarrassing i was dancing and for some reason some person or group of people decided that quite literally like right behind me at four o'clock five o'clock on the dial so if i'm looking straight ahead that's 12 like five o'clock, like back, right. A group of people decides they're going to put all their backpacks and, you know, fur coats in a pile. So I'm groove and I'm dancing. And literally the next thing I'm looking at the ceiling because I, you know, I'm dancing and I literally Uh trip over a pile. I've landed a pile of bags and jackets. Like costume outfits and (laughs) costume. Five (laughs) people like, Oh my God, J Cal. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Folks. I'm laying in fur (laughs) and five people pick me up. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, they're like, what happened? I'm like, I guess, you know when you're kids and somebody will, we used to do this when we were kids. We would, somebody would go stand behind somebody and put their hands and get on down on all fours and then we push them so they fall over the back of somebody
1: because yeah.
0: <laughs> we were bad kids. Yeah. It was basically like that. Now, if I had that on video, people would look, j Cal, Is that a good leak right. or somebody says bad leak, right? Is it a bad no, leak no, as in it's, it's a, a good, good leak?
1: leak? No, it's a good it's, leak. Come on. It's a good oh, leak. Look attention. at j Cal falling oh, he's he's you know yeah all attention is good attention that's what i gotta do even right. the kind that is espionage or whatever back to <laughs> so, the to loop back. all the way back to the beginning i all think that's the thing i think that's what attention.
0: it is is like it's just trump says i i need attention this gets me attention and now i take over the news cycle i think he literally yeah. premeditated because people are like desantis desantis desantis, DeSantis. Davis Axe loves DeSantis. desantis hates trump He wants DeSantis, and I think Trump's like, how do I level up DeSantis in the news?
1: I could see him thinking, how do I show that I have more power than him? Yes! I don't think, again, because I think he's a baby man on the inside, I think it's mostly (laughs) putting up here at this point, that it's not premeditated, (laughs) but it is probably like, I have more power than him. Look at the nukes. You know, anyway. Now let's do the news. Now let's do the news. I literally news. was like, this is the show. We're just. I having, need like, a, a
0: Molly's up. News team song. Can somebody make me a drop that's a Molly's News? Like breaking news. news. It's Molly's News. Time for the news with Mollywood.
1: Time for the news with Mollywood. What's going to happen with my shopping? <laughs> okay, um, go. <laughs> this is actually interesting, and I'm curious to see how it's going to play out. We saw this uh, low-key story in Mm -hmm. the information, a scoop from the information, Sylvia Varnamo Regan. Instagram, evidently, is going to start scaling back its shopping features because, you know, at some point, especially right during the pandemic, uh, Instagram had gone hard on shopping. You could check out with Instagram. They were just going to try to make it more easy to buy stuff. And let me tell you, like, everybody I know can't stop buying things from Instagram ads. So it makes sense that they were like, how can we get in here and get a piece of it? However, evidently, that piece did not turn out to produce as much revenue, one assumes, as they expected. Because this was top priority, according to this story, for the past two years. For Mark Zuckerberg specifically to turn Facebook and Instagram apps into shopping destinations because of Apple's privacy changes causing so much lost revenue from ad tracking. Wow. However... Apparently, they're just going to change that. Instagram is evidently planning to scale back the shopping features to focus on killing TikTok, basically Got short it. form video content because they've lost so many eyeballs. Makes sense. To TikTok, they're like, forget about the shopping, even though that's probably good revenue, and just get the balls, the eyeballs back on the service.
0: They definitely need the balls back uh, at, at Instagram. They are... On every level. Hemorrhaging. Oh. <laughs> well, I, you know, speaking of thirst traps and trying I'm to get attention, did you see Zuckerberg doing the MMA stuff? No. Okay, there's a Stop. video of Zuck doing MMA fighting two weeks after he was on Joe Rogan, who obviously is the, you know, the voice of MMA. And so I started thinking about this. I was like, you know what happened? I think Zuck sort like Chamath with the shirt off picture. And then mm-hmm. he was like, I'm not getting enough attention. And he saw Bezos with his shirt off, you know, and then there's like this Peter Attila guy who like Tim Ferriss is his doctor. And all these guys are doing testosterone. I think I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. who, but this is becoming a thing, human growth hormone or testosterone. Cause you know, I'm of that age where men around me are discussing, you know, shooting themselves full of testosterone and feeling like they're 30 years old again. I think Zuckerberg realizes he's irrelevant. Uh, people don't like him. And so he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go MMA fighter. I'm going to get a diesel body. I'm going to take my shirt off. He didn't take his shirt off yet, but I think that's coming in three months. And uh, you know, he saw Chamath get like all this attention. He got a little jelly. He saw Bezos. He got a little more jelly. And he said, I'm going to start getting some attention for myself as a super CEO. I'm going to get all the simps and the incels on Joe Rogan and I'm mm-hmm. going to try to capture that group of people to make myself likable and you know what I think it worked
1: what it did not I it did uh,
0: amongst that Wait, group Nick's of people going to pull
1: it up. I missed this. Amongst that group
0: of people it's worked. And so the
1: picture the oh it's a video. Oh okay. Oh he's boxing. Okay, but look uh-huh. at the
0: video. This is a steady cam shot.
1: Yeah, no, no. Look this at the blur, not, look, You see that, there's like, Nick? Oh, yeah. Nick,
0: there's, there's, oh, I don't bring producer Nick on too often, but I need producer Nick to to vouch here. What is this shot on? Is oh, this, this is on a red camera? As hell, is this shot on a red camera? How long did it take? to, Because look at this. There's another shot. Cut to another shot. Yep. I think there's about eight shots in here in 90. There are multiple seconds. angles. Yeah. Look at this. This guy's on the ground shooting, and I think and you see he, the guy shooting in the mirror. And I bet you, if we pause on that, Nick, if you can, if you could figure out how to pause on the shot of the guy in the mm. mirror.
1: My I man. don't I didn't
0: I haven't done this yet, but I need a full investigation here. I need to know him what camera this was shot on. Is it over the <laughs> shoulder shot? Look at that's look at these cuts, Nick. Now
1: you know he's who's lifting them up, know throwing them down. This is our new he's video. Look at this. He got the also, neck thing going. I just want to point out that Zuckerberg is kicking all the ass here too. Like it's 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 you know, this guy is this guy's taking he all the heat. and this guy like could knock Zuck
0: out in one shot.
1: Right. But he's like going slow and pulling his punches. But Zuck does look for the first time here legitimately athletic and badass as opposed to kind of hilariously androidy and pathetic. Look, like at, that, okay, look at that. Okay, look at that roundhouse kick
0: there. By the way, getting a roundhouse kick above your, you know, shoulder, um, that, that's that's not inconsequential. Um, and it looks like it does have a little power on it. So I oh, you yeah, know, look, as a, as the a black belt, Rondo, I could tell you. Okay, there it is.
1: There's a tripod, there's a camera guy, full camera guy with a shoulder camera. From what I can tell. Yeah, this This is, is,
0: this is what happens when Sheryl Sandberg, this is what happens when Sheryl Sandberg leaves, and then he starts getting some other PR advice. He wants to come out. He wants to be buff. He wants to be loved by incels and guys.
1: Crypto guys. He's going full crypto audience.
0: Exactly. This is what he's trying to court. He wants to get, he went on Lex Friedman, Joe Rogan, and now he releases this. It's pretty obvious what he's doing. And by the way, the journalists- Boy, the metaverse
1: is going to be fun for ladies, isn't it?
0: (laughs) No. It's going to be all dudes all the time. Um, Here's what's happening, folks. This is a PR campaign by Zuck to be more likable, to get more people to look at him like people look at Bezos and Chamath and other cool CEOs. Mm -hmm.
1: He does not feel cool.
0: And he is now doing a PR campaign to try to be cool amongst men from 18 to-
1: Whatever fifty, you are um, so right. You are so right. Nick, he does not. Tam- he's not happy about his image.
0: His image sucks. People don't like him. And now but you know what. what I, I kind of like,
1: like, like, like him this more. I like I him hate more to say
2: it. He kind of got me. He got me too. He kind of got like, me. Oh yeah, Nick. cool. Uh, oh, my I kind of got me. He looks great. He looks lean and he sh- looks happy.
0: He looks happy. He looks like a normal dude.
2: He has good lats. His back is wide, but he's not like gross jacked like Bezos. Bezos is like HGH jacked. He looks too much. Zuckerberg looks healthy.
0: It's a good look. It's a good look all around. Yeah, he looks good. Two hours on. He went to to Joe Rogan. He went to do Lex Friedman. He's doing the full incel, you know, toxic masculinity tour. tour. This is the toxic masculinity tour. It's the TMT user privacy is one of the biggest topics in tech right now and if you care about your privacy you need to check out brave b-r-a-v-e brave is going to shield you from trackers and ads and cookies and all the creepy stuff that track you across the web and they have three core products you need to know about the one the fastest browser you've ever used their core browser the brave browser and they have an amazing search engine It's not going to track you and do anything creepy like those other search engines. And they have a browser native crypto wallet. Brave's browser has over 60 million users, including me, Jason Galaganis, on my mobile phone, on my Windows, and on my Mac desktop. I love my Brave browser. It's all built on Chromium. You know, that's the open source Chrome project. It's amazing. All your favorite Chrome extensions work easy breezy, lemon squeezy. I got all my Grammarly and all my other extensions to just work, boom, like that. And they don't bog you down with all those slow ads crashing your computer. You can import your bookmarks, you can import your passwords and all your settings from Chrome or any other browser with one click. I did this on all my machines. Brave Search is a truly private and independent search engine, the Brave browser, second to none. So download Brave today at brave.com slash twist, brave.com slash twist to browse faster. Search privately and so much more all in a single click. Please use our URL so they know we sent you brave.com/slash twist. I'm retargeting it slightly
1: less inflammatory, which I don't, to be clear, because (laughs) this is going to make the metaverse absolute hell for anyone who comes in who is not you know a 15 <laughs> a MMA to 35 year old guy not on HGH? who wants to be a wannabe mma firefighter right like this is this is the same this is the exact same crypto tour or pr playbook as whatever you would do for crypto like it's only a matter of time before the metaverse buys a stadium and you start seeing metaverse ads in every sporting event which I is, you where this is leading. hell for anybody else who wants to be you there. want to know where this is leading
0: uh, there'll be an announcement within 24 months that he's <laughs> separating from his wife and he's going to be dating a celebrity in 36 months. I'm did, guaranteeing it, definitely. guaranteeing <laughs> it. He has figured it out. He's he's unloved. He doesn't yeah. have like a core fan base. Like yeah. who was the core fan base before this MMA video and Joe There's Rogan no and Lex? There's no
1: fan base. There's no- No, no, yeah, I'm asking. Let me ask they're, Nick,
0: they're, Nick. Because he's 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 the he's the he's who he's, Nick's the one who's being targeted here. Yeah, You know, young professional men. Because he also needs, he needs developers, Molly. And who wants to work there? Right. I don't think anybody wants to work for him. How, how many developer resumes, back-end engineers, whatever, do you think he's getting, Nick, after this video? I, he got I have you. no
2: idea. It's got to go 2X. You, are, you, are you saying how many people that are in my age are range want to work for him, yes. like him, and think he's cool?
0: How much has it changed? Because it's clear nobody thought he was cool.
2: V- very little. I don't think that that video is like widely circulated. Um, but what? I will say, there you're is not on the internet. Ma- I hadn't seen it. Uh, yeah, I if don't you're think a it's man, re- you've seen it. No, 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 no. I think really? you're you, you you live in a Twitter bubble. Okay, there, this is not. I going to ask circulated. my kid if he's seen it.
0: I, that's the that's what we find out if your kid has seen it because that's Perman the demographic system. is going over.
2: A certain there's a bravery about putting a video of you boxing, not hmm. being a boxer, on the internet. Because it can go really, really poorly if it goes wrong. For instance, Tyler Hero, who is on the Miami Heat, he's a shooting guard. He put a video of himself like training in the off season, doing like boxing training, and he just threw the most awful uppercut of all time, and he got clowned for. I mean, months afterward. I'm still doing this people. Next. I still see the video. When you see Mark Zuckerberg snap a left hook and and connect nicely, you're like, damn, all right. Nick. Damn, Zuck. I, mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. In January, we're going to do a photo shoot. I'm going to start showing some serious, I'm going to oh. do some serious flexing. You're gonna, I'm going to do a flying cycle. Does Zuck make floor you chairs. feel
2: insecure? Or are you totally. Getting, yeah, what the yeah. hell is
0: going on here? Everybody's putting out boxing and fighting videos <laughs> and I'm an actual MMA fighter. I'm an actual black belt. I'm going to start flexing here. Pull up my, that's it. It's starting right now. <laughs> Go to Instagram.com slash, I think my old account, Jason Calacanis, or maybe it's on slash Jason and pull up my spider kick and my double front kick. This is my no, these are dated,
1: favorite show that we've done in ages. This is the best I, show we that's have it. done.
0: I am coming since out I got here. You this know, is it. I am no longer gonna sit back and be passive. <laughs> I'm making an MMA <laughs> Ooh, fight video.
1: Dude, we just figured out your PR stunt. Mm. You need to challenge Zuck mm. to a fight.
0: Whoa. That would be oh. next level. Oh my God, I didn't think about it. Oh. Well, 51 fun. year old j cal versus what is he 40 <gasps> he's got to be 10 Not years even, younger than me
1: he's still i feel like he yeah maybe i gotta
0: be honest i gotta be honest it's we hell of a fight because he's got he's 10 years younger than me and like it really does change from 40 yeah. to 50 number two but i have obviously have techniques like the amount of power i can generate is three times more than his period full mm-hmm. stop but let's put the pause on that for a second mm-hmm. the other thing is he's got aspie focus like I got a lot of friends who are Asperger's and yeah. he's obviously on the spectrum. He's been public about that. Um, those ask me guys when they get in a zone, scary. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, his training, if he takes training seriously, like he's got a level of focus that I may not have, but uh, this is going he to be.
1: To yeah. Take training seriously. From I don't video. know if they
0: found photos of me flying through the air uh, <laughs> doing, cause I was a specialist at flying you kicks.
1: I will say though, you're not going to get credit for videos from like, 20 years ago like i'm sorry it's not gonna count (laughs) it's not gonna count it's okay that's okay i
0: don't need to do flying kicks i mean when i when i start putting out some sidekick videos and i'll get the there's a machine that records your um power for a sidekick and for a roundhouse kick and um yeah we'll we'll Mm -hmm. we'll put an end to all this discussion and speculation very soon so that's coming
1: i will say i texted my son and he hasn't responded but Mm. i am remembering that literally yesterday, he texted mm-hmm. me and his dad and he was like, Hey, can I start taking boxing lessons?
0: Perfect. I think that's what it is. I think everybody's realizing this what? is it. Okay. So what? listen, I think Zuckerberg, you know, obviously has no original ideas. He steals everything. And so I think a couple of years he's literally
1: ago, just trying to do what Joe Rogan did.
0: <laughs> so he, he's, Oh, the Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> podcast is coming.
1: <laughs> oh no, Zuckerberg's going to launch a
0: pod. Oh my God. That's what's next. Zuckerberg is going to get to, def- he's going to get to def- amically. What do they call it? Conscientious. Um, conscious,
1: conscious, conscious separation. Decoupling. Consciously separated. Decoupling. Yes. He's going to consciously decouple.
0: decouple. He's going to start dating some star. Like he'll be dating Lady Gaga or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pete Somebody Davidson. Who's, come on. Pete, or Pete, and or Pete Davidson. Uh, they mm-hmm. could be a throuple. Um It's a thing apparently.
1: It's a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're on the Bay Area or a Burning Man, it's throupling. Um, <laughs> Meet my wife and my girlfriend and her girlfriend yeah. and we're a thruple. Okay. Interesting. Um, so he'll be thruppling and he'll have a pod. This is my bet. Because yeah. this is uh, if this was a an iPhone video and it was a straight shot and it was fifteen seconds of him just throwing three punches and a kick, this would not be major news. Yep. But the fact that he hired a steady cam, I think it's a red camera probably, because what you'll notice in that video is they're actually slowing down certain parts of it. So this is about a thirty thousand dollar edit job. I'm going to say to shoot and edit twenty to thirty thousand dollars to make a video of that quality and that length. And I don't know if he, that's what he paid. He might have just said a friend, but I would say between ten and thirty thousand dollars to put that out. And that was done by Facebook PR as a deliberate strategy.
1: Yeah, this is an image building, an image campaign. One hundred percent. You are correct. so correct.
0: Now back to Instagram. God help us. He at some point realized how much money was being spent on e-commerce because he has the data because all the e-commerce stuff was being spent on his platform. And mm-hmm. he said to himself, if I'm going to get the headwinds of Apple not letting me target people, mm-hmm. and then what that means is that Amazon's not going to be buying ads, right? Or not as many. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Well, then you incorporate Amazon and Marketplace's eBay. You lose eBay and Amazon as advertisers are two of the biggest advertisers on the internet, obviously do face on facebook do the marketplace facebook marketplace
1: yeah marketplace. so does facebook mm-hmm.
0: marketplace to compete against amazon and then he uses instagram to try to do it okay one out of two work great but now he realizes i got this other war going on i gotta fight the other war on the other front which is tiktok and the amount of balls he's losing and so he he grows some balls apparently and he's gonna go <laughs> balls out i mean this really i'm, I'm circle talking circle. about eyeballs
1: molly he's going this eyeballs really out full circle again it's beautiful he's eyeballs we're out. so good at this he's eyeballs out well i i like how we're just like spilling the tea today so should we just gossip about apple and their sad little announcements <laughs> eh, <laughs> that I are know. all in service of i think we can sum this up let by me saying guess M- everything no we said M3. the other day was right okay that no everything M3. they're developing is in service of ar and vr and so it's just going to be boring as hell for incremental get
0: that. nonsense
1: Yep, no M three, not even AirPods, not not no upgraded AirPods Max or whatever the over the ear. I think some new version of um, the AirPods, and then like a bunch of really expensive watch things, and then a new phone that's just like the old phone. You know what I like?
0: I like when you throw to a clip and we watch, you know, forty eight seconds of Tim Cook at their empty campus.
1: you know what we should do is we hmm. should watch 48 seconds of Tim Cook at the empty Apple campus, and that will tell us all the, all we need to know. Great. I knew you were going to do yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I felt it coming. <laughs> 48 seconds. We'll see you on the other side. We're excited to introduce the next generation of AirPods Pro, our most advanced AirPods yet.
2: These advances come together in a magical way with spatial audio, which takes the listening experience to the next level by making sound feel like you are on stage with your favorite band performing around you. With iOS 16, you can use the TrueDepth camera on iPhone to create a personal profile for spatial audio. Another feature our users love is active noise cancellation. Now, you will have up to six hours of listening time for a single charge which is a 33 increase over the original airpods pro and with the charging case you will have up to 30 hours of total listening time
1: i want the bionic ears blade like, runner kind of, it hurts after a while like just give me the implants i'm ready just put
0: it in my ear just cut my ear I'm ready for and the and put an apple ear can you imagine you had an apple ear in and then they okay. start playing ads to you <laughs> <laughs> You're sleeping, no. and they're doing subliminal ads.
1: They really. <laughs> We're the
0: anti ads, but Apple is now doing subliminal messages to you.
2: <laughs> You're and that right there is the pretty
1: much pretty much all you need to know about the Apple uh, event today. Is that it was none of that? No AR, no VR, no implants. Just more phones and headphones. Just oh my more god! Crap here's a good
0: idea. Here's a good idea. Is there a video crew out there? Uh, please leave all this in the show. By the way, um, is there a video crew out there <laughs> who could make parody? Apple announcement for us and Molly and I, I'll play Tim Cook. Molly will play one of these
1: VPs. One of the random ladies that they pull up because they don't have yeah, any one ladies of the, on the C suite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the mm-hmm. marginalized women I who nobody knows Seriously. who they are.
1: I'll be the I'll be the token. That's fine.
0: You can mm-hmm. be the token and they'll be like VP of tokenism. Like, did you notice that they know do they, when they have women, do they actually give their titles and their, the titles have anything to do with power and driving stuff at Apple? Or are they, I mean,
1: it doesn't, even if they do all of that, yeah, there are no women in the Apple C-suite. How could stuff? a woke and company, I don't think there have been that's, that's not true. Decades really? There are no
0: women in positions team. of, oh, this, that's pretty telling actually. I, if I were to make a guess, I have not looked at their leadership page in 10 years. I'm going to guess right now. That they will have some tokenism.
1: Oh, I'm so wrong. One. There's one. Okay. No, but hold on. I'm not looking at the page. I promise you.
0: I'm going to guess that the one token woman on the leadership team. Yep. Is in the job function of either, and this is going to get meta. They're either in comms, PR, marketing, or actual diversity.
1: So actually, okay, I found two.
0: Like they're not going to be in charge of a product or technology.
1: One, the, Deirdre O'Brien is the Senior Vice President of Retail and People. Okay, people, exactly. Like, exactly. it's a soft title. It's so, a soft title. Nailed it. Got it. Catherine Adams is Senior Vice President and General Counsel. Again, so nothing to their, do with technology. Right, exactly. She's their head lawyer. So the lawyer, two women not, do have no
0: impact on product.
1: And then if you go to down to page two. Okay, next level. Below the fold. Was that two no, of ten on the leadership
0: or two of seven? I'm just... Four, eight, twelve. Twelve. Two, of, Two 12. of twelve, so less than eighteen percent f-
1: on the like front, you know, the top page. Then you got get you scroll down a little bit got Lisa Jackson, who I've talked to, who's vice president of environment, policy, and social initiatives. Oh,
0: does that have anything to do with product technology or any of the products that delight customers in, at Apple? No, great, three nope. for three here, uh, three for three. In exactly, yeah.
1: they're vice president of worldwide comms. Four of
0: four, a four of four. Okay. And no then impact on product. You have
1: this kind of vague, which might be a huge deal, but I'm not really sure. Vice President and Managing Director of Greater China.
0: No, no, that that has to do with supply that's chain. That's just business
1: or, operations. Uh, business right? operations. Although so under Tim Cook, business operations is that's. I'm not a saying that. Role. I'm
0: not saying any of these positions are not important. What I'm trying to make a point here is even the so most
1: woke of eighteen you of, have five okay, of eighteen women.
0: Okay, okay, eighteen out of five
1: leadership. and fine.
0: I don't know that that number is disastrous. It, obviously, you'd like to see it be higher. Yeah, yeah, but let's just say let's just assume that's not a disastrous number yeah. compared to their contemporaries.
1: What I want to point out is people of color, both right? of whom are women. None of the men are, are. It's all the men are white. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you this is the it's point. Not of good. Also, uh, don't say woke. Don't, woke is code in today's America for I don't want to have to see any black people. So I'm just saying. Well, a, I, I, that's not how that I interpret touts, woke. At a company that touts its
0: progressive values. Okay, sure. Progressive values. That's what woke means to me. i uh, sorry. <laughs> but what progressive values, aka woke, for most people, um, or maybe not. Um
1: Nope. Uh, I'll have to look it up, because the, the, the,
0: the, the consensus to me is Woke is like virtue signaling. Why do,
1: like, why do people think that the new Lord of the Rings series is Woke? Virtue signaling. I'll tell you, because it has black people in it.
0: Oh, is it really just code for, in your mind, It's code for, I people. don't want to
1: have to either see or talk about black people.
0: Okay, fine. I, I, I thought, well, for Maybe me- also
1: like women or people of color, but mostly yeah. it's like, I don't want to talk about all that crap because mm, I find it annoying.
0: I thought Woke was virtue signaling. So anyway, let's put it aside here. I'll, I'll meditate on it. I, I always okay. take your... We'll I, I always tomorrow. take your... Ins- no, I, I, you're closer to the 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 definition of work probably than I am because I'm a moderate. And then I have friends who are on the right. You have no friends on the right. I'm a moderate. I'm between these two groups. Over here, I've, I'm holding the line with my right-wing friends. And then over here, I have my left friends. And I'm just sitting here in the middle my little independent self. Here's the thing. Of those five positions, I, the point I'm making is... Apple has given has obviously put a lot of work into this and the president is an openly gay man. This is massive progress in the world. And they have, you know, a lot of diversity on that page. Fantastic. And I'm sure inside the organization, they put absolutely a ton of money into uh, an effort into diversity, and inclusion, Mm -hmm. you would agree? Maybe more than any company, they put more time and effort into it. Apple? Yeah. Yeah. Of, of tech companies? Do you uh, think they put more like of tech? Maybe of the Facebook, five, Google, Microsoft? Say? Would they be number one? They would be, they take it seriously would, is what I would say. I would
1: suggest that Microsoft has probably done more than Google, or than Apple. But
0: okay, but would you say they're taking it seriously and put a lot of effort and time into it?
1: Clearly, right? I don't know. Are they? Okay, I think so, Is that for sure. Apple's they message, talk about it a lot. Is it your sense that Apple talks about that a lot? I do. I do think that they care about really? it deeply.
0: Yeah, like anytime there is anything that has to do with diversity inclusion, they seem to be talking about it and involved in it. You know, uh, Pride Month, any, anything that has to do with diversity inclusion, I feel like they are talking about mm. it and involved in
1: it. That's what I think. I, but I'm not even really bashing Apple. That just isn't my perception of them.
0: Okay. Yeah. The, the point I I'd like okay. to make is when you look at these pages, I think people are trying to make the pages look better. And the classic playbook that I see Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I'm not even making too much of a judgment on this because these are obviously very important roles in a company, like general counsel is a super important role. Being yeah. in charge of China at Apple is really important. It's a big deal. Yeah. But I encourage people when they look at these to just think, how much of this has to do with the core business, you know, in terms of the impact on touching the, the customers, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what we just proved here, I guessed that the majority of the titles would not this person's in charge of chips. This person's in charge of the app store. This person's in charge of what you know. Uh, hardware software, technologies, software hardware. engineering,
1: services, machine I, learning, cloud. AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not
0: one. Not one. Not one. Yeah. So, still work to be done is what I would say. And I, you know, what? I'm sure they're aware of it. And I actually think they probably have great intent. So, they have it, folks. I don't want to make yeah. this like. Uh, yeah. You know, too much of a thing, but I do think that that's typically what I see. And in VC, we see it a lot too. So if you do this at a VC firm, who's meeting with founders? Who's joining the board? Who's writing the check? Eh. And yeah. then who's doing PR? Who's doing accounting? Who's doing back end ops? Who's doing human resources? Women. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, we just put a woman in that spot. We get our little checkbox and um, we don't have to let them near the actual business. Pretty much. I don't mean to be cynical, but
1: no, that's one hundred percent it, and we all know it. And the more we say it, the better. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I just listen. Let's I, be honest. I, you know,
0: I'm sure they're working on it, and it might be that like the hardware division has been ninety four percent men, and there's ten men who've been working at Apple for thirty years who have the DNA and who are really good at that top job, and it's a logjam of absurdly qualified men. And it's just going to take time for them to mentor more people into those roles who have the same, you know, pedigree um, yeah. and, and who deserve the job. You know, it's got to be a meritocracy. You don't, you don't want to put the sixth best person for it, but it's, there's a lot of work left to be done in our industry is I guess yes. the point
1: here. Absolutely. And also. And also. Bullring event. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so anyway they did something with the watch the they're doing an ultra know, now like what is, is the, or something
1: oh, wait a second apple watch they made ultra one that costs more i mean what do you like oh, so it's ultra expensive <laughs> It's well ultra done. expensive <laughs> it costs more and it includes cellular instead of you paying for that yeah. extra
0: well th- that's the same thing
1: if it and costs more, more and they include it right
0: that's the same thing <laughs>
1: it, you either paid for it to your oh, cell phone so. carrier they're just this is just them taking the money instead of verizon i yeah, assume okay. And then it's like more beefy for if you're an ultra marathoner or oh. a diver.
0: Oh, look at that. 36 more, hours more of like life a on a Rolex single charge is nice. replacement. Oh, perhaps. All right. I'll buy it. I'm, I've been digging my watch. I'll buy this. It's fine. I'll buy it. You know, what, I'll buy it. They got me on 36 on hours new? of, well, yeah, I'm going to be doing my, uh, you know, my, my <laughs> MMA match with Zuck for charity, but uh, also 36 hours this. of charge to me is yeah. a game changer. That's how my, yeah. that's why I love Fitbit for many years, but they kept breaking on me. So I went Fitbit to Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch I only moved to it when I could get a twenty-four hour charge. Yeah, you know, Uh, or and it kind of barely gets there. I'll be told. I do
1: find, I will say, I find the battery life of the Apple Watch to be sort of specifically irritating because it's not a full twenty-four hours, and I want to wear it at night. Yes, but you have to to charge it as my alarm and sleep and sleep. But you really kind of can't because then it's dead by the morning. And so you have to like try to, and sometimes it's dead dies and then the wrist alarm doesn't go off, which sucks. Yeah. It's a, it's a problematic battery life. 36 hours would well, be what much about more the, manageable. What, what about,
0: what about iPhone 14? Let's get to that. Cause that was, you know, like that's a, that's a number change, right? I, we all have the 13 max, whatever. Yeah. And they went to Nothing. 14. So what the is new and interesting about 14?
1: Okay. Here's what's shocking actually about iPhone okay. 14 still no USB-C charging i mean the fact that we're still talking I'm about actually this is just dumb. astonished by no i am legitimately and sincerely shocked by that like considering that the i think that you is going to start to regulate it we're talking about regulating india i think other, india's
0: on this yeah india's yeah, on it yeah
1: i cannot believe that they're just like here's a phone it has you a fancier know something camera else? you can no longer get a small one the end and no USB-C.
0: all right you know what's Crazy. also dumb about this Um, I'm trying to find an adapter. Now, if I want to have my, I got my MacBook uh, Pro here, M1. Mm -hmm. It has uh, four USB, or one, two, three USB-Cs, which is wonderful. Two on the side, one on that side. I really do love it. And I always carry with me those little dongles where I can plug in the USB-C and then get the old-style USB 2 port. Yep. So I can plug in something like this. USB-A. USB-A. Yep. So USB-C to USB-A, you can buy anchor three packs for 5 bucks, and I, I put those dongles like I'm putting M&M, peanut M&Ms in a jar. I, mm-hmm. keep two, I keep two in every bag. I throw them in my backpacks. I put them you know, in my desk drawers. They're cheap. Why can't I have the same exact thing that goes into my iPhone with a lightning connection and gives yeah. me a USB-C on the other side? They don't, nobody makes them. If we had that, it would be the exact same as having USB-C because you would put one in the bottom of your goddamn iPhone Mm -hmm. and turn your iPhone with a little, little, just a little extra little dongle or adapter. Mm -hmm. And then you could just keep a USB-C by your phone, by your desk, by your car, and keep that little dongle there. And you could attach it to the end of the cable.
1: Because
0: I have anchor cables which have the, the extra dongle so I can change it from usb Micro to USB C to iPhone Lightning. Why don't I have that little dongle?
1: Why don't I? I don't know. But why do you need that little dongle? Is the other question. I mean, I would, you know, it it would. I would hold on to a phone longer if I had that because then I would just have one cable to charge them all. But yeah, like the EU has agreed to mandate USB C by 2024, and Apple just dropped a phone that still has Lightning. I don't understand. But I will say, I'm not getting a new iPhone until it has USB C. Like the 13 Pro is a great phone. There's Fantastic. no reason for me to upgrade. Yeah, except and I'm for just battery. putting you guys on notice. Like there's the no, indication. I'm not doing it. Yeah, but now yeah. they have to replace it. Oh, right. You know, this is the thing. about. They Android. had to be forced into that. Again, they, this is so like lame. so bad for the environment. And again, it's three different cables to charge. Like some like to charge my MacBook <sighs> phone and watch is three different cables. You got to be freaking kidding me. So dumb. I do, we do this every time. This is a, this rant is so tired.
0: It's so tired. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I would let's like to do, do the po- there's, a, there's a yeah, but I want to do the yeah. one positive story. Wait, I oh just yeah, wanna, let's
1: yeah. Let's just do this. We've got quick. all want want here. Yeah, this is a great story. Actually, this is fantastic. So we have a terrible digital divide in this country. The gap between people in America who can get broadband internet and who cannot mm-hmm. is extreme and appalling, and hits students. The hardest, especially during the so. pandemic. I mean, you had kids like camped out outside libraries trying to get Wi-Fi so that they could it's ridiculous, you know, do schoolwork and school districts hmm. have been put on the hook in some cases for solving this. They spent millions of dollars during the pandemic giving kids hotspots to take home. So hmm. now seven U.S. public school districts have announced or are already piloting mm-hmm. Starlink internet access for student homes, for rural students' homes. And it's amazing. This is amazing. Wait it's a second. fantastic.
0: So this is not for the school's internet, they're saying we're going to pay for our students to have internet at home 400 households with 700 students are using Starlink under a $1.2 million grant from COVID-19 yeah. school relief money. Some students live in remote areas more than 50 miles away from their schools. Wow, well, that's, a, yeah. that's an hour com- or more community, right? Schools are unsure if Starlink will be sustainable solution due to the cost. Uh, okay,
1: so yeah, it's for homes
0: amazing well i mean if we think about which homes cannot afford broadband
1: mm-hmm. or can't get it okay right? there's the, there are
0: two issues yeah it's both
1: the two issues right most i'm trying to think
0: because i think broadband is down to 40 bucks a month so that's you know three Depending hours of minimum are, wage not
1: everywhere yeah
0: that would be three hours of minimum wage in the country generally speaking or average wage mm-hmm. so it's 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 in within reach of almost every household we have 80% penetration, I think, broadband in the United States at home, 70, 80%. So we're really dealing with a very low number of households here.
1: 42 million, according to the FCC.
0: Wait, 42 million households don't have broadband?
1: Don't have broadband.
0: Okay, so of those 42, how many can't afford it? It's probably 10%. So we might be talking about only 4 million households. Are, it's a financial issue, and then maybe the rest is because they can't get it? We have a to understand that number, because yeah. there's three it's reasons they don't have it. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's not available is one, which is now solved by Starlink. Number two, they can't afford it, which is solved by Starlink in at least half the cases.
1: I mean, and then number three is they don't want month. it. Starlink is expensive. It's, yeah,
0: I think you can get it for 80 bucks a month, too, I think. Um, but and it's not cheap, but it will come it down by 50%.
1: Sure, it's but prediction. it's $600 I don't for the equipment and $110 a month for the service. Yeah, I would not assume. One thing I would push back on is that I wouldn't assume that the $40 a month broadband pricing is actually available in rural areas. Like, what you're dealing uh, with is regional monopolies. A lot of times it's satellite. They can kind of charge whatever they want, and they do, right? So that you've got, like, maybe AT&T, some satellite service out there, and it's $80 or 100 bucks a month because... Who's competing with them? No one. And the infrastructure doesn't exist. So it is a combination. It's pricing in some cases and just simple availability. Like there isn't. So let's say, you know, let's just do back to the
0: envelope. This would be like $500 a year of this will wind up being $500 a year. I bet like 40 bucks a month, 50 bucks, 50 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month is where this is headed. Because there's going to be two competitors to Starlink that are coming, right? Amazon's backing one and there's another one. So I think mm-hmm. this trends down to 40 bucks a month, which is 500 a year. I'm just thinking like two years out. Let's say of those 40 million homes, half of them choose not to have broadband, which I think is reasonable. And then half of them is because they can't get it. Let's just say Six. of those five we got million, the research
1: on that, by the way, 6% cannot get it. At all. 6% of the 42 million simply cannot access it. Got it. Okay. It's not available. Yeah.
0: I'm going to go with 5 million homes or need to be addressed here, just for a number. Could be 10, okay. it could be two. Let's just go with 5 million. $500 a year, $5 million, $2.5 billion. $2.5 billion, uh, if you divide it by 330 million Americans, means that each American would have to pay $7.50. Uh, Per year to get those other homes online, And now if you made it only the responsibility of the top 10% of society i.e. you and I Mm -hmm. In terms of our our salaries That would be 33 million Americans If 33 million Americans i'm talking about me you molly and anybody else who is hearing my voice who makes over six figures a year in household income Mm -hmm. Top 10%, right or maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit more than that in a household income it would cost us all but $75 in extra tax a year to take the bottom of society in terms of need, the most needy to get those 5 million households online, and each household will have three people in it. So you're talking about, you know, the bottom 5% is 15%. Um, in, I'm just talking about in terms of income, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not making a judgment on anybody's character, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the lowest income, I guess would be the nicest way to say it. I'm trying to be a sensitive. Right. So the income. top 10% want to take care of the Lowest five percent in terms of income. It cost us but seventy five dollars a year. Molly, may I ask you a question? <laughs> mm-hmm. May I tax you seventy five dollars a year to take yes, care please. of the weakest amongst our society? Okay, may yep. I charge yes, you one hundred fifty dollars?
1: Yes, one hundred percent. Yes.
0: Three hundred dollars. May I charge you three hundred dollars a year, a dollar a day, for you to help these other people?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So anyway, what are we talking about here? Right. Pay for it.
1: Just pay for it. Just well, pay
0: for it. Charge the top ten percent of society seventy 75- five a year i'm sorry for cursing and just give these people broadband because they can't be part of society without being part of broadband
1: I it's this love is an easy
0: easy 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 thing for us to do as a society there's nothing controversial here just do it
1: i love your socialist outlook here i can't anyway, wait to tell you i can't wait to tell you about the 200 billion dollars that we taxpayers gave um all of these telco providers to build out their infrastructure and they how they did not did they didn't do it
0: well, this is why private markets are so, this so important in competition. Because
1: COVID, yes, boom. Like, now Starlink exists. Suck it, AT&T. You have no more excuses.
0: AT&T, take a long, mm. hard look in the mirror. You're horrible humans. Uh, horrible. You horrible human beings. And a uh, shout-out to my guy uh, for, you know, this is going to be a big part of his legacy, I think. Like, a really bright, awesome part of his legacy. Um, and I'm really excited for him and for all these people who can't get access to the Internet. Because, let's face it, if you have access to the Internet, you're going to... You're going to do really well. You're going to do really well, you know, and, mm-hmm. and everything's going to go your way. Literally, you can learn anything you want. Like, I'm, I'm going to try anything, but I'd say nine out of 10 skills that are important in the world, you can just go on YouTube and learn. I, I mean, I really would like to hear somebody tell me 10 skills that you can't go on YouTube and get to 50 60 70% provision, you know, proficiency,
1: we live in the matrix, you can jack in like freaking Neo in the matrix, and you can learn whatever you need to learn.
0: Just do it. I mean, as a society, listen, I'm not a socialist, Uh, I am a pragmatist, (laughs) what I will tell you is as a pragmatist, if this $75 investment for the top 10% of society means that there'll be more people to work at my company, more people um, who don't right. make bad decisions in their life because they feel helpless and not part of society, and then they do something that's not constructive for anybody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like more founders,
1: uh, more entrepreneurs, founders, more throwers, like more developers, more,
0: developers more just people contributing to society, and also a happier society. And so, for me to be able to drop seventy-five bucks. Uh, which let's be honest is what I'm gonna drop on the stupid lobster salad today when I'm meeting with the reality TV producers to go full circle because I wanna impress them to make sure they understand that I'm gonna order the most expensive salad so that they have respect for me because they only respect people who have money and that's how society works and I'm just gaming society. I'm gonna spend 75 bucks on a salad, you know, with the tip and everything. I, I, I don't care, like just please
1: pay for this. Get it done.
0: Okay, everybody, that's it for the news. Next up, Molly's gonna join me for the blueprint episode nine.
1: I know I'm so honored.
0: Hey, Everybody, welcome back to the blueprint. This is part nine of our 10 part quick hit miniseries. We're trying to do things in 10, 15 minutes or less that help you dramatically. And when I say dramatically, I mean, like they just alter the course of your life. We've done eight of these. They've gone really well. I've gotten incredible feedback on these. And I thought I would bring my partner in crime, my sister. Why Molly Wood to talk about being delusional and setting absurd goals inside an organization and for yourself. uh, Welcome to The Blueprint for the first time, Molly Wood.
1: I'm so excited. The Blueprint is my favorite.
0: Well, you know, listen, you have become extraordinarily successful. And I think it's something that people should also hear about. You went from, uh, you know, a small town and uh, wound up at CNET, The New York Times, npr public radio whatever marketplace i'm not sure which part of public radio that was part of but these are like three of the top names in fact the three top names probably in technology and reporting uh that there are this is like as high as big as it gets and then uh you became a venture capitalist which six or seven journalists have ever done in history michael moritz myself O. malik mg siegler it's a short list so you know this better than anybody
1: poor guy he's choking Jason's like,
0: uh, 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 uh. <laughs> No, I mean, you do know it better than anybody.
1: Um, so
0: how you. did you, I appreciate h- how did you manifest it? Because let's face it. Also, you were a, um, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. You were also a woman in tech um, uh, during an era when mm-hmm. there were very few. And the women in tech in the 90s into the 2000s were in relegated to positions of PR and marketing mm-hmm. and very rarely even reporting because, hey, that was serious guy stuff, Um, but you could certainly do PR. How did you have the chutzpah, uh, and what was it like to sort of break into that?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this is perfect, actually, I think, because the thing we want to talk about today is this idea of sort of magical thinking, of not being held back by logistics or of using logistics in your favor. And so, I mean, the the simplest answer in the first place is a series of happy accidents, but what I really did become in my career is an entrepreneur. So at CNET, oh. we were not only reporting on the digital transition, we were building it, right? Mm-hmm. We were creating a, the, one of the first video portals on the web at the same time as contemporaries with YouTube. We were creating podcasting. We were developing CRMs that we would, you know, content uh, management systems that were CMSs that we would then sell to other publishing companies. I... Uh, wrote a business plan for a 30-minute broadcast-quality web show that we then used to get a video-on-demand deal with Microsoft. So there was a lot of sort of internal building that was predicated on the idea that I would have a crazy idea, but that it could get done. Mm. And that if somebody was like, that's a crazy idea, I would be like, that's not the point. The point is, how can we do it?
0: Now, when you were hired... Mm -hmm. they hired you to be talent, if I'm correct. And I would like to understand when you decided, okay, you know, here I am being the on air talent. Did they allow you encourage you or dissuade you from writing the business plan from researching the technology that's out there and saying, Hey, this is the direction we should go in both as talent and as a woman in tech. Mm -hmm. Because both of those things I would think would be headwinds.
1: At, at CNET, time. actually, I was totally just a little grunt reporter who was who was spotted and developed into talent. And then I was encouraged to come up with show ideas and write a business plan for the show. And so it all it all depends on where you are and and how willing they are to engage in that type of magical thinking. For example, CNET was like, let's go. Let's ah. develop a video portal. Let's invent podcasting. Why? Scale. Why was CNET
0: let's, like that? And why was New York Times, I assume, not like that? Right. New York Times, not like that. Okay, so explain know. to I people who are young in their careers of why like a an older institution like the New York Times versus a startup like CNET, mm-hmm. which had a, a startup, which, which literally was a startup, why the, the the difference in going to work at those two places and what the pros and the cons are for people who are starting their career here and looking at your blueprint
2: mm-hmm.
0: for, you know, becoming Mollywood.
1: It is. I love that this is the blueprint for becoming Mollywood. That was a, you, I didn't see that one coming. Um, Startups have a different mentality because they have not yet found the core of their business Mm. and they don't have such brand legacy kind of brand detritus in a way Mm. so they can try new things. They can experiment with, they're also trying to experiment with new business models, right? Because you're trying to grow your business. You're trying to figure out what your business is going to become. What is your ultimate product market fit? What other products can you add on that might be additive revenue? And then what happens is that's a very fun time to be at a company and you have a lot of people who really want to achieve and you know they're hitters and you're playing with a team and you're developing and developing and developing. What happens as a company grows or becomes legacy like the New York times or CNET after CBS bought it is that eventually you do have a core business model. And if you're not part of that core business model, it can be a lot less fun and your entrepreneurial streak will be less mm. welcome. So this range at the New York me. times, yeah. you know, tech is not their core business model. It's just not. So I had two things going for me or against me there. One, I was covering tech at the New York times. Now, they did put money into covering tech. It's like a big story, but they didn't really know how to do it. And what they really value is like being a foreign correspondent or mm. politics coverage. Yeah. So I would say wherever you are, try to be close to the core of power because you will get more resource, you'll have more freedom, and you'll be able to play a little bit more with your job.
0: So there are, there are in fact, organizations that are encouraging innovation, play, new ideas, new projects. Mm-hmm. And then there are ones who are concerned about damaging the core products that they've spent a century or two building and refining. The New York mm-hmm. Times has something to lose their reputation. You know, the, the quality of the expectation of when somebody comes to a New York Times thing, that it has it hits a certain standard, See it, mm-hmm. people may have never heard of it. The first time they hear about it might be this new podcast web show, It might be this new blog, it might be this new tiktok channel, so they're going to allow young people starting in their career to maybe have a little more agency, a little more creativity as they triangulate on a business model. I think this is um, really important for people to consider
1: the stage, the age and the brand of your company matters a lot when companies are building and they're trying to establish themselves, you will have some more freedom or When you get to Marketplace, which is American public media, no one knows the difference between them and NPR, but they're both big national public radio brands and kind of frenemies, you have an aging business model and a need for innovation. And then you can have some fun too. Then you can really be the entrepreneur. You can come up with—I like to call them—the moonshots. Like you know, I was like, "Hey guys, let's do a deeply reported four-year ongoing series about climate tech, and then cap it off with a eight-episode narrative podcast about lithium and battery technology." And they'll be like, "This is—that sounds awesome."
0: You go to CNET. This is the blueprint for becoming Hollywood you go to CNET. They give you a lot of freedom. There's nothing to lose You go to New York Times you get massive credibility Yeah, then you go to you know uh, Marketplace NPR and they're having their lunch eaten by podcasts and other competitors So now they're like, you know what we do need to innovate. We do need a little of that pixie dust We do need to try new things and you pick a category That is underreported and that is going to be important in the world. So you found uh, a topic that you could connect yourself to, and you could skate to where the puck is going, as Wayne Gretzky would say of why he was such a good hockey player. He wasn't skating to where the puck was, he was thinking about where it's going. Now, if Mm -hmm. you go a little bit to where the puck's going, there may not be anybody there. You may get there and it's kind of lonely. And so this is a little bit of uh, a skill to pick something and be a little risk-taking, maybe unpack a little bit of how you identify that as something that not only were you passionate about, which is important, but mm-hmm. that was important to
1: the world. I think that is so. That's a really good observation, and it's hundred percent true. And it was true at the time that we were, that I was, you know, identifying tech topics. Like I think, considering the tech press, I was relatively early to be. I have a video from two thousand nine that says, "Is Facebook evil?" Like I skated a little bit to the like, "Hey guys, maybe tech isn't as great as we all think it is." Yeah, there could <laughs> be downside here. Yeah. Could be a little bit of a downside yeah. um, at the New York times. And certainly at marketplace, I worked really hard to reframe tech as the biggest business story in the world. Mm. As these companies were starting to become the biggest businesses in the world. Yeah. And to say, I know you think that tech is a topic, but tech, the tech beat, what I saw is that the tech beat was becoming the electricity beat. Mm. Like what, it, what is there to cover about tech? Tech is, it is yes. all it's it everything. There is nothing that is not tech a tech is of life. And so,
0: it's impacting it's every aspect of life. There is nothing that is not being impacted. And now the reward for getting there early yep. um, is something I think we need to discuss. So when you're picking like this new project to do and you're picking a new topic and you're trying to manifest it, you go into it, I assume, with, well, obviously this is going to be important. And part of my job is to get people over here to join us, right? We're, we're all over here where the puck is. Y'all are back there talking about, you know, websites. We really kind of need to talk about temperature, batteries, solar, you know, EVs, and everything else that's happening there. It's kind of fun to get there early. It's like the and have people arrive. Mm -hmm. Speak to the credit you get when you do hit that because you could make a mistake, you say, Hey, listen, I you could be in the same time period in 2009, you could have said, Listen, I think this, you know, VR thing is going to change everything. And you could have went over there and nobody shows up for your party, which is basically yeah. what's happened with VR, right? Like you're sitting there like waiting for people. Now listen, it might when Apple shows up with their headset and AR shows up, maybe that party is going to be kicking. But a lot of people I know started making investments or building companies and they thought, well, VR's here. I'm talking about before Oculus was even owned by Facebook Meta. Facebook. Mm-hmm. It used to be an independent company that did a Kickstarter. And like people thought this is it in 2005 to 2010. And it, it wasn't yeah. it. So maybe talk about... The benefits of actually be when you do hit it. it. It just could be 10 years. Like you're skating to where the puck's going. And by the way, like, yeah, it's, it's still moving. He's, <laughs> still got to go a little further down the ice. So let's talk about that of getting it right. Like the, what is the, what, what have you seen as the reward for having gotten climate, right?
1: I think that the reward is for me, at least now getting to pivot into a really active role in this business, this developing business story and getting to write checks that can enable, businesses and companies to flourish and jobs to be created, I am of the opinion after 22 years in journalism that you don't actually get credit for the work that you do. And so it doesn't really matter. Like, it's great that I got there early. Maybe I'll get, you know, more speaking gigs out of it, but now is now. And, you know, I, for a long time, I would go into conversations thinking these people must know about my body of work they must know about Buzz Out Loud from back in the day or the How We Survive podcast series, which is like the best journalism work I ever did. They don't. I just assume that they don't. Maybe there is a universe in which I will become the Karis Wisher of climate tech, and I hope that's the case, and I'm going to work hard at it. But the safest assumption you should have as a person who's trying to build a new thing is that no one knows what you did before. All they know is what you're telling them now and the plan that you're bringing them, and that plan has to say, here's how we both benefit. That plan can never be... You know, here's what will make me awesome. It's like, we will both win. We will both make money here.
0: I'll tell you what it did do for you. It did build credibility and that you had enthusiasm for it. So you were credibly enthusiastic about it. And so for me, as a decision maker on the other side, saying, hey, you know, should we give this person a shot? And and should we we try to partner with them? It was like, well, they're credible and they're passionate about it. And if the world notices that you have credibility about something uh, and that you're passionate about it, Well, that eliminates a lot of the risk for the world engaging with you. And I did a similar thing in a similar time period where I just said, this angel investing thing that I did as a Sequoia Scout is fascinating to me. And Mm -hmm. I just said to myself, what if more people did this? Because I did this open angel forum and 10 angels would come, or it started at five and then it went to 10 and then it went to 15. And I was like, what if we actually back a company that becomes big? And we did Uber, Thumbtack, StyleSeat, and you know, a dozen others that became unicorns or otherwise big companies. And so what I did in my mind, and it was quite deliberate, I will say, is I said, what if this was bigger than it is today? What if more people participated in it? And I Mm -hmm. said to myself, I wonder if someday I can have a thousand people in my angel syndicate, because there's 150 people in it, and I had gone from five to 10 to 15 people coming live, and I had moved Open Angel to five or six cities. We're doing it in Boulder, New York, Boston, DC, LA, and San Francisco, and I put people in charge of each one. Chris Saka was famously running San Francisco with Kevin Rose, and my friend Brian Alvey was running New York when he lived there. And then all of a sudden, I had six or seven cities with 10 or 15 people, and it got to 100. I had the emails of 100 angel investors, and I just thought to myself, what if I added a zero? What if that happened? And what if we hit an actual deal that became a unicorn? And holy cow, both of those things happened. But then what I didn't realize was, I didn't actually hit a zero, I actually hit two zeros,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and in the case of Uber, three zeros. Because listen, we went from 100 angels to 1,000, and now we have over 10,000 angels on the syndicate. Uber went from a billion to 10, and you know, Kind of trajectory is probably 100 billion. And so, one of the things people, I think, underestimate is scale. Yeah. Things can scale yeah. to levels you don't anticipate. So, this little podcast on climate, you know, five part series, four part series, whatever it is, and it's seen, you know, a million people listen to it. Well, then here you are This Week in Startups. Okay, now we got, you know, whatever, six months of these 30 episodes of you interviewing climate people. Okay, it will be, we'll add a zero to that and it'll be 300. Uh, and then maybe there'll be, you know, how many people are in the climate syndicate now? Two or three hundred? Yeah. Okay. It'll be two or so three thousand. Three
1: thousand. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And then it might be 30,000. It's 000. a snowball. And, yes. And it, you you really have to take a moment to just envision that and be delusional for a second. Yeah. And I I, I did that inside of our company a, a couple of times. And I said, well, what if this week in startups was every day? You know, like it's once a week. But what if it eventually got to twice a week? You know, 100 episodes a year. And then here we are doing six episodes a week. And so I encourage people to take whatever they think the scale of something is, and then just 10 exit or add a zero or 100 exit, and just think what it would do at that level. And what is now happening with our syndicate is, you know, we, we could do 100 million deployed a year. And then actually, if you look at it, well, maybe if we had three or four times the number of people here, it could be a billion dollars deployed a year. And so I've been just trying to, in my own mind, expand the aperture, and just allow myself to think about that. And I, I did think, well, what if I was the best angel investor in history? And okay, we're we're kind of top 10 or whatever we are five, who knows. And then I said, well, what if I was the best investor ever in Silicon Valley, because I got 20 years to work on it, you might as well take a chance and say, what if I was the most influential best person? And when they write the power law book two, we just had the power law author on what a great interview. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for doing it with me. Well, they're going to have to write about somebody in the next book, right? There'll be another book 20 years from now. And when they put those two sets together, we now have 1970 to 2040. That's 70 years of adventure. Somebody will define the next 20 years. I just said to myself, well, why not me? Yeah. Has to be somebody. And so I encourage people who are listening, just like you did why are you, why not you being the number one investor in climate why not you having the largest syndicate why not you being the voice of that well somebody has to be and if you shoot for the number one and you shoot for that and you try to manifest it well at least you have a target and if you shoot for the you know if you, if you shoot for the stars and you get the moon it's a pretty good deal so i think that's the subject here of the blueprint and um any further thoughts on this delusional manifestation uh, and, and really trying to create, create new things in the world and skating to where the puck's going.
1: I and love you look that. Back on and your I, career. the only thing that I would add to the second half of my career is that mm-hmm. I think that I always thought big, and I'm super excited to be somewhere where instead of the opposite, the goal is to think bigger. Ah. So yeah. the blueprint really is 100% think big. Think about a thing mm-hmm. that hasn't been done before and say, who cares? Yeah. That it hasn't been done before, and then think. What more can I add to that? And frankly, like that literally just became my goal for the second half of my career is to add a zero to my thinking.
0: All right. Well, it's been a great career uh, and it's been great work for the last six months. This has been the blueprint part nine. Uh, if you have a topic, an idea for the 10th, the as we wrap this up, uh, this has been the the Molly edition of the blueprint and just thinking about how Molly made it happen. Uh, and I, it's really interesting. I think like we, we might look back on this episode 10, 20 years from now, you and I, and just get a, a real kick out of it to see, I think so. you know, you know, somebody, somebody, put, somebody put a timer, like, you know, on Twitter, they say, remind me of this at remind me of this in 10 years. <laughs> Can somebody do that on YouTube? Is there like a function on YouTube where you just email this to us every 10 years? We'll be 80 years old. Like, Oh, look at that video. We actually predicted it. Molly saved know? the world. She created that new fusion. She, she seeded that fusion, uh, thing that with the decal that created all those delicious synthetic fish that we eat now <laughs>
1: right i mean there's Possible. no why reason. Not? there is no reason that can't happen No. somebody's got to do
0: it all right and uh, so get inspired people stamp. yeah get inspired out there Let's and, go. and try to make something big in the world and challenge yourself all right we'll see you next time bye-bye bye-bye all right everybody that was a great show we, we, we kind of went all over the place molly we I did we
1: got, got big we got hotel a energy i love it mm. i actually love it sometimes we're just having some fun
0: I I I am sleep deprived. I need to get a little more sleep. You're sleep deprived. I'm sleep deprived. We're trying to catch up, baby. Uh, (laughs) To the audience, we're trying to catch up. We might get there by the end of the week. We might actually be sleep deficit neutral. So tune in tomorrow and find out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe we'll be a mess. (laughs) I'm gonna want a room service during the show tomorrow. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.